welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. For more information on Strand Baptist Church and our ministries, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Lord, teach us to pray. Part 4. Your will be done. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he taught them to pray for what God wants first, before turning to their own needs and wants. Their and our priority in prayer should always be to ask according to His will. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. This raises an important and perplexing question. What is God's will? Whether you are a frustrated student struggling to decide what to study, a young adult wondering who you should marry, or a businessman weighing different investments, we have all wondered about God's will for our lives. We search the scriptures for answers and find that the list of university courses or the name of my future spouse just isn't there. In these situations, believers often turn to impressions or they hope for visions or they take verses out of context. This is not what Jesus had in mind when he taught his disciples to pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. Aspects of God's will. To understand God's will, we must differentiate between God's sovereign will and His revealed will. God's sovereign will, also called God's decretive will, is that which always comes to pass. This is what the Apostle Paul had in mind when he wrote that God works all things according to the counsel of His will. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. Everything that happens is according to God's sovereign will or it would not come to pass. Our plans are subject to God's sovereign will. Proverbs 19 verse 21 reminds us, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And again in Proverbs 16 verse 9, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. James warned his readers that they should plan with humility, because ultimately we are not in control. God is. We have to acknowledge that our plans will only work out if the Lord wills. James chapter 4 verse 15. How do we know God's sovereign will? As we've mentioned before, God has not revealed everything to His children. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God. We only know God's sovereign will because God has chosen to reveal it to us through biblical promise or prophecy or because it has already taken place. What about God's revealed will? God's revealed will is also called His moral will. This is what the rest of Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29 is all about. But the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. God's will is revealed in the commands, the promises, and yes, even the prayers of God's word. When we search the scriptures, we find that God revealed his will to us in them. And it includes things like our sanctification, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3, being thankful, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18, and yes, sometimes even going through trials, Philippians chapter 1 verse 29. God's revealed will calls for submission, trust, and obedience. It is this aspect of God's will that Jesus had in mind when he said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. To do God's will, believers have to understand it. Do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17. This is only possible if we prayerfully search the scriptures. Praying for God's sovereign will to be done. 
Both God's sovereign and revealed will come into play when we pray for God's will to be done. In praying for God's sovereign will to be done, we are saying that we acknowledge God's sovereignty and that we submit ourselves to it. David expresses this kind of confidence in the Lord in Psalm 37 verse 7 to 8. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in His way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. Submitting to God's sovereignty means that we give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Praying for God's sovereign will to be done does not mean that we can't pray for a change in circumstances. The Apostle Paul, for example, asked the Lord three times to remove the thorn in his flesh. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 8. We can pray for healing or for deliverance from trials. However, we should be willing to accept God's answer without grumbling or complaining. Also, God's sovereign will does not absolve us from our responsibility. Prayer and obedience are not opposites, but two sides of the same coin, which brings us to praying for God's revealed will. Praying for God's revealed will to be done. Praying for God's revealed will to be done means that we are asking God to enable us to do what He has commanded. Knowledge is an important element in this. The Apostle Paul often prayed for the churches to be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9-10. to 10. Elsewhere, he prays that believers may be, dis- may be blessed with discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. Praying for God's will therefore includes praying for knowledge, wisdom, understanding and discernment. When we pray for God's will to be revealed or to be done, His revealed will to be done, we are also asking God to give us a sincere desire to do His will. Knowing God's will and having a desire to do His will are two different things. In Matthew chapter 29, verse 28 to 32, Jesus told a parable of a father who asked his two sons to work in his vineyard. The first son said yes, but never went. The second son said no, but regretted his decision later and did what his father had asked. Both sons knew their father's will, but only one had the desire to do it. As servants of Christ, we should do the will of God from the heart. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 6. Praying for God's will also means praying for a heart that delights in doing God's will. Finally, praying for God's revealed will to be done means that we are asking for God's supernatural enabling to do His will. Augustine famously prayed, Give what you command and command what you will. It is this divine enabling that lies at the heart of true obedience. In the words of Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for His good pleasure. When we pray, our prayer should echo the benediction at the end of Hebrews. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do His will, working in us that which is pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 to 21. Conclusion. Praying for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, Matthew 6 verse 10, is not limited to the individual believer. We should pray that God's will would be done all over the world. 
In Psalm 67, verse 2 to 4, we find this picture captured beautifully. It says that your way may be known on the earth, your saving power among the nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. This is what it means to pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let us pray your will be done.